Hi, this is Elder Michelle, and as I think about uh, and pray about those things that are most meaningful to us at this time, those of us who are going through this pandemic, and if you live in the, the America, if you live in the world today, then you probably know something about what I'm talking about. If you're not directly affected through the death or the suffering of a loved one, family member, or friend, or someone you heard about, someone in the public eye, some uh, renowned person, if you're not directly affected health-wise, I praise God for that. But most of us are touched by this pandemic, COVID-19. And what is happening in our society today as never before is an increased manifestation of the problems that people are enduring as a result of this worldwide pandemic. And I'd like to address some of that uh, in the coming days during this podcast. I'd like to address some of the factors and also some of the consequences of having to deal with something suddenly that you weren't prepared for, that you weren't even taught about in school, or if you were taught about it, if you did hear anything about pandemics, the Spanish flu, for example, you probably put it in the same category as World Wars I and II, the Great Depression, the Depression of 2008, 9-11, whatever the event, historical event that has happened that has caused so much stress, strain, anxiety, fear, worry, pain, suffering for people over the years, whatever it may have been that you heard about, read about, studied about in history, it has not affected you more than likely like what is going on right now. With the exception of 9-11, where 3,000 plus people lost their lives and have subsequently succumbed to the devastating effects of that horrific event, more than likely, the events of foreign wars and wars of the past were more impacting on your parents and grandparents and great-grandparents than they were on you yourself. And nevertheless, the impact is real and is certain. And I am very sorrowful and I offer my condolences to those who were affected. But coming up to today, this day in 2020, where the world is experiencing the effects of COVID-19. I'm here in Chicago and the effects are multitudinous. So many elders in Chicago in nursing homes, in New York City in nursing homes, in Boston in nursing homes, and in places all around the country in nursing homes are being affected, ill-affected by COVID-19 to the point of their demise. And so many loved ones are suffering from the grief, the sadness, the fear, the overwhelming even sense of guilt that they cannot do anything about 
because of the death of those loved ones, because of the suffering of those loved ones, they can't get to them, they can't see them, they can't hold their hands, they can't minister to them. And for so many, this is the most painful part of the picture. They want to do more and they cannot. They need to do more and they cannot. And while their loved ones are suffering, they're suffering with such anguish and such anxiety and such grief. I pray for you. If you're among those, I pray that the Lord would give you the strength and the help and the calm assurance that even though you weren't by their side when they drew their last breath and you weren't there to hold their hand as they made their transition, nevertheless, the Lord himself was there and he carried them on. So please take comfort in knowing that God is with us always. And he has the power to do what we cannot do. So I want to speak to the grieving today. I want to speak to those who are suffering anxiety and great stress and strain uh, regarding this pandemic. And let you know that the Lord cares for you. That he's only a prayer away. That you can weep and wail and cry out to God. And he will bottle up those tears and he will minister to your soul. He will bring healing. It could happen instantaneously or it could happen over time. Healing is a process and we never know how long that process is going to take. But I speak healing to every listener today that that healing would begin even right now. I speak even a miraculous healing for those whose anguish is so profound that they feel like they can't take another day of suffering. Lord, I speak comfort to those who have lost loved ones, who are grieving right now, who feel like they're all alone in their grief and their sadness and their sorrow, that there's none who hears them, that there's none who cares. But Lord, you care. You care. We have not a high priest that cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. But Lord, you were in... Hi, this is Elder Michelle. And as I think about uh, and pray about those things that are most meaningful to us at this time, those of us who are going through this pandemic and if you live in the, the America, if you live in the world today, then you probably know something about what I'm talking about. If you're not directly affected through the death or the suffering of a loved one, family member or friend, or someone you heard about, someone in the public eye, some uh, renowned person, if you're not directly affected health-wise, I praise God for that. But most of us are touched by this pandemic, COVID-19. And what is happening in our society today as never before is an increased manifestation of the problems that people are enduring as a result of this worldwide pandemic.
and I'd like to address some of that uh, in the coming days during this podcast I'd like to address some of the factors and also some of the consequences of having to deal with something suddenly that you weren't prepared for that you weren't even taught about in school or if you were taught about it if you did hear anything about pandemics the Spanish flu for example you probably put it in the same category as World Wars One and Two, the Great Depression, the Depression of 2008, 9-11, whatever the event, historical event that has happened that has caused so much stress, strain, anxiety, fear, worry, pain, suffering for people over the years, whatever it may have been that you heard about, read about, studied about in history. It has not affected you more than likely like what is going on right now. With the exception of 9-11 where 3,000 plus people lost their lives and have subsequently succumbed to the devastating effects of that horrific event. More than likely the events of foreign wars and wars of the past were more impacting on your parents and grandparents and great-grandparents than they were on you yourself. And nevertheless, the impact is real and is certain. And I am very sorrowful and I offer my condolences to those who were affected. But coming up to today, this day in 2020, where the world is experiencing the effects of COVID-19, I'm here in Chicago and the effects are multitudinous. So many elders in Chicago in nursing homes, in New York City in nursing homes, in Boston in nursing homes, and in places all around the country in nursing homes are being affected, ill-affected by COVID-19 to the point of their demise. And so many loved ones are suffering from the grief, the sadness, the fear, the overwhelming even sense of guilt that they cannot do anything about because of the death of those loved ones, because of the suffering of those loved ones. They can't get to them. They can't see them, they can't hold their hands, they can't minister to them. And for so many, this is the most painful part of the picture. They want to do more and they cannot. They need to do more and they cannot. And while their loved ones are suffering, they're suffering with such anguish and such anxiety and such grief. I pray for you, if you're among those, I pray that the Lord would give you the strength and the help and the calm assurance that even though you weren't by their side when they drew their last breath and you weren't there to hold their hand as they made their transition, nevertheless, the Lord himself was there and he carried them on 
So please take comfort in knowing that God is with us always. And he has the power to do what we cannot do. So I want to speak to the grieving today. I want to speak to those who are suffering anxiety and great stress and strain uh, regarding this pandemic and let you know that the Lord cares for you, that he's only a prayer away, that you can weep and wail and cry out to God and he will bottle up those tears and he will minister to your soul. He will bring healing. It could happen instantaneously or it could happen over time. Healing is a process and we never know how long that process is going to take. But I speak healing to every listener today that that healing would begin even right now. I speak even a miraculous healing for those whose anguish is so profound that they feel like they can't take another day of suffering. Lord, I speak comfort to those who have lost loved ones, who are grieving right now, who feel like they're all alone in their grief and their sadness and their sorrow, that there's none who hears them, that there's none who cares. But Lord, you care. You care. We have not a high priest that cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. But Lord, you were in. So this is Elder Michelle. I'm coming to you with part three regarding how the Lord is leading me to go forward regarding this time period, this pandemic that you might be healed and made whole of all diseases that may be affecting you, body, mind, and spirit, your emotions, your body, your mind, and even your will. Because the will is a part of who we are and our will affects our do. So if we don't have the will to do something, then we won't get it done. That's why confession is so important during this time period. Because if you're sick, if you're afflicted, if you're infirmed, if you're weak, the body says that your spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And so then you have to take what's in you in your spirit, your will, to overcome the weakness of your flesh. And this is a discipline. This is not something that I can tell you to do and once I say it, it's done. It's a practice. Practice makes perfect. So every morning when I get up, if I didn't have a good night's rest for whatever the reasons may have been, I was disturbed during the night for whatever reason I had to get up or attend to something that uh, alerted me in the midnight hour or early morning or the Spirit of the Lord awakened me early. After sleeping for a couple of hours, I am not going to want to get up. My will is not to get up. My, my will may not kick in at that point and my flesh is definitely resisting. But if I've had adequate sleep and it's the time to get up, I want to do that. 
and I will to do that. And so even if my body doesn't want to get up, my will, my mind has the power over this body of mine to command it to rise. So you take what's in you that God has given you, your will, and speak to your flesh and tell it to get up. Speak to your arms, your legs, your feet, and tell them that they are going to move and they're going to do so in the name of Jesus by the power that God gives. And push yourself up out of the bed to do what you need to do in the course of a given day. If you're sick, if you're infirmed, if you're impaired physically and unable to move through because of paralysis or some other kind of um, sickness or disease that has produced some kind of limitation in your flesh, you still have power. The power of your will over your flesh. And it's been proven time and time again as people who have overcome seemingly inconceivable odds have catapulted themselves past and far beyond where the doctors thought they could go because they had the mind to do it. When my grandmother was sick with her a stroke, she uh, experienced um, a stroke at the age of 74. I remember this time period so well. I, this was over 30 years ago now. She was sick and afflicted and confined to a wheelchair. The doctor sent her home and they gave her um, a regimen to follow to help get herself back going. And I was there as a young, um, young lady doing what God had gave, given me to do, and that was to be of assistance to my grandmother. I remember seeing her sit by the radiator in the living room, sitting in her wheelchair with her walker in front of her and her head down. But I would talk to her all during that time period and I would give her words of encouragement and I would bring her food and I would just facilitate whatever I could do at that time to make sure that she was well. I was also expecting at that time and it was difficult for me to facilitate her, um, her coming out of what she was going through because of the the fact that I was with child. So I couldn't lift and pull her up out of that seated position. But instead, I served as her coach. And I told her, okay, Grandma, I called her Sugar Bear. You can do this. And we're going to believe God that he's going to strengthen you as you do. And I gave her a song to begin to sing. And that song was, Walk With Me, Lord, Walk With Me. While I'm on this tedious journey, I want Jesus to walk with me. And that was her song that she began to sing every day. I told her, now, this is what I want you to do. Every time you get up or try to get up out of that chair, I want you to begin to say that, be my friend, be my guide, Jesus, walk with me. 
And she would sing that song all the while that she was contemplating doing what she one day did. Suddenly, she rose up from her chair, grabbed hold of that walker as she began to walk back and forth down the hallway of the apartment that we were in. It was a blessing to see that happen that day. But her will overtook her physical body's limitations as she rose up and walked. We began to praise God and rejoice watching my grandmother go forward singing Walk With Me. And I would sing the song alongside her and my mom as well. Walk with me, Lord. Walk with me. Walk with me, Lord. Walk with me. While I'm on this tedious journey, I want Jesus to walk with me. Hold my hand, Lord. Hold my hand. Hold my hand, Lord. Hold my hand while I'm on this tedious journey. I want Jesus to hold my hand. Be my friend, Lord. Be my friend. Be my friend, Lord. Be my friend while I'm on this tedious journey. I want Jesus to be my friend. Nobody but you, Lord. Nobody but you, nobody but you, Lord, nobody but you, while I'm on this tedious journey, nobody but you, Lord, nobody but you, walk with me, Lord. I want you to sing that song. Walk with me. Come on now. Walk with me, Lord. Walk with me while I'm on this. And I changed it to Christian journey. Nobody but you, Lord. Nobody but you. Lord, be my friend. Ain't got nobody but you. Hold my hand, Lord. Nobody but you. While I'm on this Christian journey. Be my friend, Lord. Nobody but you. Hallelujah. And my grandmother rose up from that chair that day. She rose up that from that that affliction, that infirmity that had her bound and she began to walk up and down that hallway with her walker, walker singing, "Lord, 
nobody but you. And from that day forth, she began to amend. And I saw God move miraculously in my grandmother's life that day. I saw God do uh, wonderful things for her and for my mom and for my grandfather as well. And God, he's worthy. He's worthy. So during this time period of COVID-19, where all of us are dealing with something, no one is exempt from the tests or the trials of life. None of us are. And if you are exempt, I can promise you there's probably an explanation for it. And it's a simple one. You're offering no threat to the devil. He's perfectly happy with you just how you are. So he'll leave you alone so you won't try to change. <laughs> I'm laughing, but it's not funny. I pray that you would seek the Lord if you don't know him while he might be found and that you would call upon him while he's near. Because while you yourself may not be suffering from COVID-19 and the problems that it brings, the emotional, financial, um, the sickness, the disease, the infirmity, and even the death, if you're not suffering yourself, then somebody near you, in your block, in your neighborhood, in your community, in your city, in this world is. And I would beseech you that you would begin to call upon the Lord and ask him to have mercy in your life and to save you from your sins and to call upon him while he's near so that you can reach out and help someone else who's going through this is Elder Michelle, and I pray your strength in the Lord. I pray that something that I've said will resonate with you and that you will find strength today to just rise up and be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Take unto you the whole armor of God that you might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And having done all to stand, as the Apostle Paul says in Ephesians 6, Keep on standing, but make sure you have your loins girt about with, with truth. Truth being the word of God. The word of God is the only truth that we have. And if we read it, embrace it, study it, and believe it, then that truth will transform our life. The truth I leave with you today is that Jesus is alive and well. How do I know? Because he woke me up this morning. Because when I lift up my voice, I feel him in my spirit. I feel him in my heart. It's his love that has me reaching out to you today. It compels me to reach out to the suffering and the loss and to do something about that which I see. I can't sit on the sideline as a spectator, for this is not a spectator sport. Life is not a spectator sport. It is a get up and do event that requires everything that you have in you to make it. So I pray that you have found something to help you along this journey. Find yourself a song. You can take the one I just sang and begin to sing it and it'll give you strength. Or amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I am found. I was blind, but now I see. 
Whatever the song is that resonates in your heart, sing it, sing it, sing it, and sing it some more until you believe the words of that song and they will transform your life. I'm praying for you. I pray that you'll be okay. And I know that you will. Healing is the children's bread. Partake of it right now and be made whole. In Jesus' name. God bless you again. Elder Michelle saying goodbye for now. I have been with you for the last 15 minutes. And I thank you for listening. God bless. Until we meet again. Amen.